Welcome to South African Birth Stories. I'm Megan and I'm the host of this podcast. Today, I'm excited to bring you an interview with Bridget. She's a Zimbabwean living in South Africa. She speaks of her daughter Michelle's birth one year ago at Mowbray Hospital. At 38 weeks of gestation, she was admitted to hospital and underwent an induction and then a C-section. Like the birth story she'd been told by her friends, her birth story was also traumatic. Bridget is hoping for a more natural birth next time. She is so vibrant and it's great to have her on the show. Enjoy. Hi, Bridget. It's so great to have you on the program today. And we're really looking forward to hearing the birth story of your daughter, Michelle. Can you just start by telling us a bit about yourself and your family? Um, thank you. So I'm Bridget, Bridget Minyonga. I'm married um, with one child that is Michelle. Yeah, that's more or less about me. And whereabouts do you live and work? Okay, so I stay in Weinberg and I'm working for Atlantic Meat as the HR administrator. Awesome, thanks. And now, did you plan to get pregnant when you did? Yeah, so I think we tried for about four months and then after the fourth month, then I uh, eventually conceived. Amazing. And how did you know you were pregnant? Was it a missed period or did you have any symptoms of pregnancy? It was a missed period. I didn't have a lot of symptoms, but then yeah, it was just a missed period. And um, I can't remember what else, but I think that was the main thing. Yeah, great. And um, throughout your pregnancy, how did you find it? How did you find the nine months? Were you generally well? Oh, so the first three months was hectic. Um, I had headaches, I was tired, but then after the three months I was okay, I actually enjoyed it. <laughs> That's great. And how did you decide yeah. where to give birth? So um, my sister also gave birth to Mowbray and she was like, you know, that is the best because she also, um, on I think as a second child, she gave birth um, at retreat. So comparing the experiences, she told me that Mowbray was the best. So I was like, okay, I'm close to Mowbray. Let me just um, register the baby. Great. And at what stage did you have to register? How far along in your pregnancy were you? Um, I think I was three, three months. Three or four. I'm not 100% sure, but between three and four. Yeah. And did, did Mowbray offer any antenatal... Um, checkups and classes like did you do any preparation for your birth so no we didn't have I don't remember classes no there wasn't any classes but yeah just like they would come like a counselor would like tell us about how to proceed and yeah so outside of informal classes not really formal sure and did you have any ideas about birth had you seen anyone give birth before or what was your knowledge no it was just stories that you hear from other people how great it is <laughs> nothing was a good stories actually so yeah but most of the people I up went and google yeah no positive stories at all <laughs> okay so 
um, and how was your husband involved in preparing for your birth? Was he feeling quite positive about it? Oh, very, very Yes, he was very positive and very supportive. You know, he's the first time father also, so he didn't he didn't know much, but he was just there all the way, every step of the way. That's great. Okay, so you didn't know a lot going into it, or you just heard a lot of negative stories. So then, we'd love to hear your birth story. So, when did you first know you're in labour and? If you take a step by step through until Michelle was born, that would be amazing. Okay, sure. So what happened is I went for my checkup. I think I was 38 weeks around that time, between 38 and 39. So I had gone for my last checkup before um, giving birth. So when I was there, um, they told me that my blood pressure was high. And then I was like, okay. And then I had to sit in another room for about 30 minutes so that I can see if it was going to go down. But instead of it going down, it went up. So that's when they eventually um, admitted me. And then I stayed, I think it was, what happened then? They kept me for the night. And then the following morning, um, they said, your blood pressure is okay now, it has gone back to normal, but you're already in your 38, 39 weeks, you can't go. You're gonna have to monitor it like for at least two days and then decide. So I stayed another day and then um, the following day I had to go for um, a, what do they call it? A, a scan. So they wanted to see um, how big is my baby and if everything is okay. So then they checked and then they're like, no, your baby's already 3.5. So we need to force you into labor now. So like asking them, but I don't have any protein in my in my um, urine. Why are you keeping me? And they're like, no, we just worried about your blood pressure and your baby's also big. Your baby's already 3.5 at 38 weeks. So we might as well like introduce you. So they first started with that thing that they use for, for pap smear. So they tried using that. I'm not sure what's the name of that process, but they, they tried with that, but that didn't help. So then after I was then they decided they're gonna take me up on induction. So, so they induced me. I had to go through all four types of induction, but still I wasn't in labor. There was nothing there. I didn't feel any pain. I wasn't even close to being in labor. So I think the fourth or the fifth induction that they had to um, give me, the, the, the fifth dose, that's the one that sent me into like pain, but still my centimeters weren't moving up. And then um, they, they, they had to put me on a drip. So that drip was the worst. I couldn't, I couldn't move. And they put a belt on me to, um, to check the heartbeat, to just make sure that there is heartbeat, the baby's heartbeat is still there. I think it was for about six or seven hours. I was just in pain, but my centimeters, they, weren't got, they were not going up, just dated two centimeters or three, I'm not sure. Then after a while, I couldn't, I couldn't bear the pain. 
So there was a doctor, a black doctor that was there. And then he was like, okay, I can see that your wife is in labor. So now he was not speaking to my husband because I couldn't speak anymore. I couldn't move. I couldn't talk. I couldn't do anything. That's when they said I must just sign forms and then um, they sent me for C-section. Wow. That's quite amazing. So what type of induction did they do? They gave me pills, so there wasn't an injection, it was just pills. Like the first dose was, was half a pill, and then the second one was a walk. I'm not sure like the dosage, but I just remember, I think it went up to four or five. But I think the fifth one was the, the drip. Yes. Yes. So, but when, when they now sent me for, for the C-section, I had to go through an epidural injection. Whoa, that was the worst. They say they couldn't they couldn't get to my spinal cord or something like that. I can't even remember everything, but all I remember is they tried so many times and that needle was so painful. Yeah, but then afterwards I can't remember what happened. <laughs> so was your husband with you at the time? Yes, yes, he was with me. Did they let him go into theatre with you as well? He, yeah, I allowed him because they said uh, uh, they didn't want me to fall asleep. So he had to keep on um, chatting with me, asking me questions, but I was just sleeping. So I can't even remember half of the questions that he was asking or the answers that I gave. Wow. So why were you so sleepy? Was it to do with medication they'd given you? Because surely the epidural wouldn't cause that. I'm not sure. Maybe because I was just tired. I'm not sure, but I can't even describe why or, or, or like to let you know why I was so sleepy. But all I know, I was just sleepy. I wanted to sleep. Yes. And then how did the yeah. section go? So you don't remember a lot of it, but did you see Michelle as they pulled her out? Um. So there was like a glass thing. I couldn't see what was happening the other side um all i remember i just had the baby crying and they gave the baby to um to, to my husband and that's all that's all i remember and then they had to clean it up but i couldn't see that the, the, the rest of the, of the stuff sure wow so how long was it since um they started the induction to the cesarean section do you know roughly how many hours passed I think it was about six to seven hours. Sure. And then they did the C-section because you weren't progressing. There wasn't progress. I was just in pain. Yeah. Okay. And how was your blood pressure throughout all of this? My, so in the beginning of my pregnancy, right after the end, it was fine. And after I gave birth back to normal, there was nothing wrong with my blood pressure. So I'm thinking maybe it was just that one specific day. Maybe I ate something or I was stressing, but otherwise they never, um, I never tasted um, again. Like my, my blood pressure wasn't high ever again. Yeah, and they, it sounds like they induced you, you said, because they scanned and they thought she was 3.5 kilos. Is that what they thought? Yes. Yes, that's why they told me that your baby's a little big. You can't, this baby can't be, um, you, we can't keep you 
in, in wait until you're 40 weeks because your baby's already big. Your baby's already 3.5 and you're also worried about the blood pressure. Though it, it went back to normal, but we're still worried about that. And then how big was Michelle when she was weighed? She was 3.5. After I gave birth, it was all 3.5. Yeah, 3.5, sure. And then do you want to tell us just a bit about the rest of your time in hospital and your recovery from the cesarean section? So after the epidural, um, I slept because I only gave birth around 10. And then um, when I woke up the next morning, I think it was around 4 or 5 in the morning, you're the pain, I had so much pain, I couldn't stand, I couldn't walk, but I had to force myself because the nurses told me that you need to walk, otherwise we'll never discharge you. <laughs> so I had to push myself, but yeah, it was tough. And also with breastfeeding, the milk was not coming out, and yeah, it was just bad. So what did they give you for pain relief? Did they give you anything? Uh -huh. I think they just gave us an injection. I don't know what, inje what injection that was. So I think it was just for, for um, like antibiotic um, in, in um, paracetamol, but that was it. Nothing else. Mm. And then you're in hospital for five days. And how did you find that time with Michelle? So you said breastfeeding was difficult. Did anyone help you? Or how did you manage breastfeeding in the end? Uh, so, you know, some people told me, no, you must just drink hot tea, it helps, like, early morning, and try um, eating peanuts. So that actually helped. Eventually, I think after the second day, the milk started coming out, and then everything was okay. Wow. And then going oh. home after, so you're in for quite a few days, and then going home, how did you find that transition from going to hospital to home? I think being at home was better because then I was comfortable there. My sisters were all there to help me with the baby. And I didn't I didn't have to do any chores. They were all there just to help me. So I think that helped me because then I was fine afterwards. I healed quickly. That's great that you had mm. some support. And how did you find your emotions over the next few months? I did because of all the support that I got from my family. I yeah, I was fine. Afterwards. That's great. So yeah, so I guess um now Michelle's one and um mm -hmm. how has she been over the past year? Oh she's she she she's fine. It was all fine, she's growing. She doesn't, she's not a sick baby, so she's quite, she's healthy. I think that's also helpful. Getting very naughty those days, but yeah, it's normal. Yeah, great. And so having heard quite a few negative birth stories before you gave birth, how, how, would, how do you feel about your birth story? I think it's just traumatic. <laughs> I'm not thinking of giving birth anytime soon, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What what in particular made it traumatic for you? 
I think the epidural was the worst for me. And the fact that people, they say that once you start with, with a scissor, all your babies might be scissors, might, might be C-section. So I'm just worried about that, but I'm hoping the next time is going to be natural birth. Yeah, so you're hoping for a natural birth this time and then... Yes, in the C-section. Yeah. And yeah. how did your husband feel about you having a C-section? I think he was feeling sorry for me more, like the time that I was in pain and there was no progress. So I'm thinking he was quite relieved that the C-section happened because I was in so much pain. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like that induction was very painful for you. It was, especially with epidural. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing. We really hope that um, your next birth can be a bit less traumatic then. And um, hopefully you can have a natural birth next time. I hope so too. That's great. Thank you, Bridget. It's a thank you. Thank you so much for listening in today. If you're looking for more episodes, please head over to the website www.southafricanbirthstories.co.za where you'll find a few more episodes. Also look out for the new ones released each week. It was so great to have Bridget on the show today and to hear about her birth experience. I've put up some valuable resources on her episode on the website Uh, Have a look at those. They're from Evidence-Based Birth. One of the articles is about the evidence for VBAC, which is very topical as Bridget is um, wanting to have a natural birth for her next one after a cesarean. And then there's also an article on the evidence for induction for big babies. That's quite a controversial topic and it's excellent to get informed and look at the research there. So please check out those articles. Also, check out the Evidence-Based Birth podcast It's an excellent one. Thank you again for joining us today and I look forward to the next episode. Until then, take care.